everyone. Welcome along to another edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. Uh, I'm Kev. There's no James, no Simon, no Tony this week, but I'm joined by a very special guest, part of the town's defensive rock, Tom Lockyer. Tom, thanks for giving up some of your time. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thanks. Very well indeed. Um, we'll come on to uh, the season as a whole and everything else and how you settled into Luton and everything like that shortly. Um, but let's just reflect on Saturday's game. I guess the feeling in the dressing room was that it was one that got away from us. Yeah, um, I think you're spot on there. It's um, obviously frustrating to concede. Um, you'd call it a cheap goal, probably. Um, you know, we'd love we'd love one of them ourselves. But um, yeah, I think I think first half should have come in at two 0 at least. Um, that's not always the case. And then second half they piled the pressure on like like you'd expect. And um, obviously they broke broke through with that one. Um, and yeah, like you said, I think it's a game that got away from us, which is a shame really, because um, our, our home form has been really good this season. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I'll come on to the sort of season overall um, shortly. But obviously, this is your first season at the town. You seem to have settled in really well, though. Yes, yeah, um, it's a good group of lads, to be fair. And I'm I'm quite an outgoing person myself, so um, get on quite well with the changing room. Um, I'm one who, who likes to get involved with everything, so didn't take me too long to settle in. Um, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's um, really really good changing rooms to be a part of, and and. You know, a great, a great place, and you know everyone in the building, that staff included, um, all, all looking to go in one direction. And us fans, I mean, you know, it's kind of been annoying for us that we've had two of the biggest fixtures that we could possibly have had this season and not been able to watch them. But you've actually taken part in both the Man United game and the Chelsea game. What was it like to play in those games? I thought you were going to say the Watford game there. <laughs> well, you know, they're, 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 that's there or thereabouts. But we'll wait till we beat them before that becomes a big game. Yeah, no. The um, obviously, you you always want to want to play the better teams, and um, I was I was at Bristol Rovers for eight years, and we only had one tie like that, which was uh, Chelsea away. Um, so that was, that was in front of a, a, a full full away end as well. So I'm I'm sure if the fans were allowed, that would have been packed out as well when we went there. Um, the Man U game speaks for itself as well, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, I think being incredibly lucky to get two massive draws like that in one season, um, and and to play in both of them was was um, yeah was was special. Um, you always want to test yourself against the best, and you know Man United and Chelsea they they're right up there, aren't they? So yeah, it's um, it, it is good, um, but I think the priority would be would be the league. But um, yeah, like like you said, they're they're two massive games, and and it was it was a joy to be a part of it. And the fact that we wasn't exposed in any way defensively by those two sides kind of must give you the whole of the back four and whole of the defensive unit sort of confidence that in the league, you know, there's nothing kind of not 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 necessarily to fear because every game's different sort of thing, but it must just give you confidence that whatever you come up against, you can handle it. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's different styles of football, isn't it? You know, both of them teams like to have a lot of the ball and 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 be sharp in the final third and, and build up through that way, you know. In the championship, you're not always going to get that. You're going to get a lot of route one at times, and and you have to deal with that in in different ways. Um, but like you said, with the with the two games there, I think the teams who do want to 
play football through the thirds and, and then be expansive in the final third. I think we've we've done quite well. You look at Norwich game and uh, the Bournemouth game as well. They're two two prime examples from teams in this league that we've done really well against. So, um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say we fear anyone in this league. Um, obviously, there's very good teams in this league, but, um, you know, like the two games I just said, if that doesn't give the squad confidence, I'm not sure what will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, hopefully, yeah, that sort of remains the case. So let's focus um, a little bit more on yourself, if we can. You mentioned that you was at Bristol Rovers for eight years. I think you made your debut as an eighteen-year-old. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. There or thereabouts. Yeah, Fleetwood away. Yeah, I remember it. Remember it well. And, and you're sort of only twenty-six now, aren't you? So you kind of you've been in the game for a long time, but you're still not, you know, um, at, at that age where people would say you're deep into your prime sort of thing. You're probably just coming into your prime, I would imagine. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah, no, I've, well, never really looked at it like that. You know, it's when when you're playing games, you just want to do well and and stay in the team and, and do what the manager asks of you. So, um, yeah, you don't really get caught up while well, I'm not in my prime yet. Um, you know, every player goes through, through sticky spells and, and whatnot. Um, no player can be on it constantly or... Or well, they'd be up the up the top with uh with, with the very best, wouldn't they? So um yeah, it's like you said, it's it's like the well, the, if the prime is yet to come then then hopefully that is the case. Um but you know, I'm not dwelling on anything like that. I just enjoy my football at the minute and, and just want to stay in the team. And what I like about you is your career's kind of gone on the same path as the town in recent seasons, you know, we dropped into non-league out of the league, came back out, came back into the league, and now we're progressing through the leagues very much like you've done with Bristol Rovers, Charlton, and then us. Having dropped down into non-league, does it make everything that's come since then even more special for you? Um, I was only I was only a young lad at the time, um, and and was fortunate, well, fortunate enough to only have one season there. We bounced back at the first time. Um, and then and then went on again the next season. Um, so yeah, it, well, I think we have followed a similar path, haven't we? So um, yeah, no, it is nice, and you do appreciate appreciate playing the higher levels a lot more. Um, having having been there down down in the non leagues, and you know every game is a, is a grind, and you're scrapping for every single point. And you know you'd say like you'd say like the lights of Luton and Bristol Rovers, you, you, you know it's. You'd go in the conference and you'd back yourself to to get out there, um, but it's not always the case, is it? There's there's a lot of big teams who've been trapped down there for a number of years. Um, so yeah, you know, you have to give some respect to to non-league because um, um, yeah, it's not as easy as everyone thinks. Yeah, tell us about it. We were down there for far too long, uh, unfortunately, back in the day. I'm interested in um, how your game has kind of. Um, developed in that time because I remember when we was in non-league you know the, the role of many centre-halves in non-league is to whack it as far away from you know your own goal as possible and let the attacking players do what they can but sort of in the championship there's more cultured feel about being a centre-half isn't there you've got to be good on the ball in the championship you've got to be able to bring the ball out of defence and that kind of thing is that something that you that came naturally to you that transition? Um, no I don't I don't think so um I think well back when we we was non-league um the gaffer at the time um because because of the way the non-league was was um was a bit more direct he didn't and I was still only a young lad I hadn't really developed properly um he he played me full season at right back um 
And I was kind of like a jack of all trades. I, I'd played centre mid, I'd played right back, I'd played centre half, I'd, I'd played right wing. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was one of them. He didn't really trust trust me back there um, with, with the directness, you know, and the big six foot five strikers. Um, but I, I think I learned a lot in that season um, just from watching how our centre halves did deal with it all. Um, and yeah, back then I, I I was probably I was a bit nervous on the ball, if if truth be told. Um, yeah, the, the gaffer used to say to me, literally, just get the ball and give it give it to the closest person. I was one of them. So um, it was only really when when we went up um, and I nailed down centre half then, and um, you know we started playing a bit more football, and and I was like, you know what, I can actually find a pass here. Um, that's that's when I really really just started kicking on and. And just trying to play my own game from there. Yeah, because I noticed you um, when you played against us for Bristol Rovers in um, those League Two seasons, and then again, obviously when you was at Charlton, that uh, you know you kind of stood out in both defences really. So it, it was great when uh, when we heard that we were bringing you to the club. But obviously, in amongst all of that journey, you've gone on to become a Wales international as well. I mean, that step up must be even more than you know what you've encountered in the league. Yeah, of course, and there's um, there's a lot more emphasis on playing out in the international game. Um, you know, I, I think it really suits me uh, if I'm being honest, because a lot of teams um, like to play football and 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 a bit more like Man U in the Chelsea games, where they try and try and pass into the final third and then and then be expansive in the final third. And um, I think that really suits my game. Um, I really like defending against that. I really like playing and with the ball as well. So, yeah, the the, the Wales thing it was it was a bit crazy, really. I'm one minute I'm watching the Euros at, at the fan park with with my mates from school. Um, literally, just just came back with a few beers for the boys, and Gareth Bale puts a free kick in, and the pints go everywhere. Um, and then. <laughs> Yeah, and then that, then that, the summer after there, I'm I've booked a holiday um, just to get away for a bit, and I, I get a phone call saying, um, "You've been called up to the first squad um, on this date," and I'm thinking, oh, "I'm gonna have to cancel my holiday here. This is this is crazy." Like, I, like I, there was no part of me that had any inkling or anything like that to be in part of it. Um, you know, it was, it was never like an ambition of mine. Um, because obviously, like you said, being non-league, you feel miles away from from an international setter. Um, so I wouldn't say. Obviously, as a kid watching Wales and that, I always think, "Oh, I'd love to do that one day." But then, realistically, when I'm playing non-league and League Two, I think, "Oh, miles away. No point even having that as a goal at the minute because because there's, there's there's still a long way to go. I'd have to be doing a lot in the leagues to be." To get that call up, and then then to have that thrown upon me, I think I was probably league league two, league one at the time, um, and yeah, that that was um, so, something I, I I you know it was fantastic, and and I really I really enjoyed it, and obviously to get I think I think it's thirteen caps now is is something I I never thought would be possible, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon with how it's gone. So when you got that first call up, did you know you always hear in the media, don't you, that the people that don't expect their first call up, they think it's a friend like taking the piss sort of thing. Is that is that how you felt? Yeah, well, um, the ga- the gaffer at the time, Daryl Clark, he's um, he's a bit of a bit of a joker himself, isn't he? So um, yeah, but when he did ring, I was like, you you are kidding me, you're you're winding me up, mate. Um, but then he's like, no, we'll send the email over now. Like, so proud of you and that. And and I think, wow, he's being serious. So, 
um first first phone call to my parents like wow this this is amazing um and then obviously all the nerves set, set in then like you know I'd, I'd, other people might be different but for me it was like oh am I going to be good enough for the lads lads going to accept me and all this um they just got to the to a European semi-final I, I like do you know what I mean all these things start creeping into your head and um and then when you get there it's, it's kind of pressure off then and it? it's, it's kind of you just you just be yourself um, settle in with the lads and, and just play your football and that's what you're there to do. And obviously when you're on Wales duty, you know, you're playing with some pretty illustrious sort of players. Do you pick their brains in, um, you know, how, how, how they go about things? Yeah, Ashley Williams was, um, Ashley Williams was the best for that. Um, can't give him credit enough. Um, I know he's just announced his retirement uh, recently and I sent him a message um Congratulating him on a fantastic career, and and um, secondly for for helping me when I stepped into the uh, stepped into the Wales squad because it had been easy for him to see me as competition and and um, and just brush me aside and make me feel unwelcome and 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 all that things. But you know he he done the opposite way, and that's probably why he was he was captain of a lot of teams he played for and um, of of Wales himself because um, he, he was an all round great geezer. So yeah. He was he was one I used to pick brains of, and, and you know when I'm lining up him in defensive drills, and and he's saying, I'm, like one example sticks out in mind. I've I've tracked the runner into the, into like one of his channels, and he's saying he's just said like, why have you done that? And I'm just like I'm tracking the man, and he's like, well if you if you just if you just speak to me earlier, tell me to open and check my shoulder, and that he's coming, you can pass him on to me, and you can save yourself a forty yard run. And I'm thinking like, oh. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Now, let's bring it back to um, the town. You've kind of formed a really strong central defensive partnership with Sonny Bradley. Obviously, we know that Sonny's been going through sort of hard times recently, but what's it like to play alongside him? Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's obviously six foot five or whatever he is, and he's dominant ball winner. So I think we complement each other's games quite well. Um He's um he's a great leader as well on and off the pitch. Um obviously, yeah, like you said, it's been hard times for him at the minute. Um but I think it's credit credit to the geezer himself that he's not letting his performance slip in, in any kind of way because that is a lot harder um done than, than said. Um because you know what people just think, well, I'll get on the pitch and, and you you leave all your troubles troubles uh, on the sideline. You know, it's not always the case. Um and certain things can affect that. So yeah, is is absolute credit to him how he how he's handled himself through his current situation. Yeah, his levels have been fantastic, and uh, and that's that, that's that's been great. Um, the season so far, then, I mean, we're comfortably mid table. Um, looking forward rather than looking sort of down. And I, I kind of ask that because you were in this position with Charlton last season, wasn't you? And it you know it, we we know from there it all went a bit pear shaped but do you does it feel different this time um no well it's it's you don't the thing with yeah like the thing with last year you you know i think we have to learn on it because what happened to me is kind of like we thought we never thought we were going to get relegated um and you and i don't want to don't want to fall into that bubble again so um the last thing I'd want to do is get another relegation on my CV. Um, so there's certain, certain things that, you know, if, if they start happening, then, then they'd have to be addressed rather than just letting it carry on. And maybe 
maybe end up with the um, same situation as last year. But um, hopefully, um, I can't see it happening. Obviously, I don't want to jinx anything. Um, but yeah, literally, we've just got to keep playing our stuff. We've got, got a great squad, great squad here. And um, yeah, yeah, a few more results uh, would be nice. Um, and then, then we can start looking forward, yeah. Yeah, there's enough teams between us and uh, and there not to worry about anything like that. Let's look ahead to Saturday, uh, Birmingham away. I think the home game was another one like Saturday, wasn't it? That was one that got away from us, um, dominated that game, but just couldn't put it, put a second book, uh, goal in the back of the net. But they are struggling, Birmingham. So if we can, if you know, if we can pick up three points on on Saturday, it turns everything around, and and we really are looking up and and forward again, aren't we? Yeah, three points would be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it's uh, so. But like I said, it's it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. There's there's no easy games in this league. Um, but that's the thing that it's regardless of who we play here, we do the same homework on every team. We work um, all week for that team. Um, certain situations that can occur are solutions when we have the ball as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know if fans think we just turn up and 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 just play our football. But you know, work goes in um, all through the week. We have meetings on set pieces. We have meetings on the opposition. We have we have debriefs from uh, from the games we've played. So um, all the analysis goes into it. So it's kind of like no stone unturned, really. Uh, no stone unturned, really. Um, so, so there's kind of no excuses. And if I could just get your thoughts on uh, a couple of recent arrivals, you'll have seen them in the training that you just mentioned. Um, Tom Ince and Elijah uh, Odebayo. Um We saw Tom briefly on Saturday, didn't we? And obviously anyone who's followed his career knows that there's a you know top talent there waiting to come back out again. Um, but we don't know as much about um, Elijah. Just fill us in on what he's been like on the training ground and what, what fans can expect from him when we get to see him in action. Yeah, I, um, I, my old manager's at Warsaw, who he came from. So when I woke up on deadline day, um, yeah, I had, me, I had my phone switched off before nine, didn't I? So um, yeah, when I woke up on uh, woke up on uh, the next day and see me see me signed him, I rang my old manager and said, said, well, what we got on our hands here? Um, because I, I I didn't know too much about him even myself. So um, and he said, no, he's um, He's six foot four. He's a target man. He knows where the goal is, and, and his, his feet aren't bad for his size either. So I thought, okay, we could have a player on our hands here. Um, and then, like you said, with Vinci, you know, I've seen glimpses of it in training already. He's got that real quality um, in the final third, and he's a good player. Obviously, having the career he's had, he, he, he's he's going to he's going to have that quality, isn't he? So um, hopefully, he can bring that out in a Luton shirt. And um, yeah, I think we'd all be grateful if he did. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a statement of the ambition of the club, though, isn't it? That over the last two transfer windows, we've brought internationals in, in yourself, Joe Morell. Obviously, Reese came in on loan and recently left. Kiernan, who may well go on and be an international in the future. Tom Ince. You know, these these players that we're, that we're signing now are, are a sort of a statement of intent, almost, really. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, mentioned Keenan there. I've, I've, I don't want to... Don't want to blow too much smoke up him, but there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to go on and play at the highest level. Um, we just done a training session today, and and um, I said to him after, I said, "Mate, you're unreal." Like simple as that. I said, "Mate, you're unreal. Keep doing what you're doing." Um, there's, there's, there's I, you know, I can't praise him highly enough. Um, yeah, so he's he's, he's definitely uh, going to go and play um, at the future. Uh, higher in the future um, 
and I, I, I'm I'm really glad that, that we've we've got him for the full season um, because he is a real special talent. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose in many ways, you know, they always say you've got to make a name for yourself. I suppose he really does, doesn't he? Because Jeff Sterling keeps calling him all sorts of different names. And uh, <laughs> I notice on Twitter and everything, everyone has a bit of banter with it. So um, I'm sure they'll all know his name in the future. Um, just to finish uh, finish off with yourself, obviously at the end of this season, which we hope will finish with a, a real flourish, there's a European Championships hopefully on the horizon. Are the is that in your mind, or, you, or do you just think of that literally at the end of the season? Um, yeah, no, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Um, obviously, you need to be you need to be playing to try and force yourself onto that plane. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot of competition in, in my places now, especially. So um, yeah, I had to be playing. So I start of the season was um, a bit frustrating for me, and I'm thinking oh, I need to need to try and get in the team. I need to need to be playing regularly. Um, and yeah, obviously it's massive. It's a shame it, it couldn't go ahead last season. Um, obviously, certain things are, are out of our control. So um, yeah, it's, obviously it'd be it'd be massive. It, last last time they went there, it united the united the nation. Um, you know, Wales came together to support them. It was crazy the scenes scenes that came from that. Um, so if I was to be a part of that, it would be a highlight of my career. That's for sure. Um, but is a long way, long way to go yet, and I, and I'll need to um, need to keep playing well, and, and then just see what happens. Yeah, he's certainly doing that at the minute. So hopefully that continues, and and literally just finally this time because I've just thought of something else. You've actually played at Kenilworth Road in front of full houses for other clubs, but you've yet to have the opportunity to do it um, with the town. How uh, much are you looking forward to those days where we can all come back and be roaring you on at a packed out Kenny? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. We had um oh it's had a little glimpse of it, didn't we? What do did we have? Two thousand or something like that, was it? One and then two. One and then two. Yeah, yeah, and that was um that was special. Even just coming out and getting a clap. Um and um I, I think I said after one of the games that I got a bit emotional and, and they, they put that in the papers and had a bit of stick from the lads for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it it was good. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. So um, with with a, with a full crowd, that would that would be uh, special. Yeah. And everyone kind of says that the crowd really does intimidate opposition um, players. Having been here with two different clubs yourself, is that is that the case? It's one of them stadiums where um, a bit old school, where the where the fans just feel right on top of you everywhere you go. Um, so when they're in full voice, yeah, it is it is a tough place to come and play. Um, I think not had many wins there as an opposition player. I think Bristol Rovers was probably the last one. We won 1-0, one um, probably League Two season. So I think maybe uh, last minute of game. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough place to come and play, especially if you want to come and express yourself and you've got, you've got you know, loads of fans roaring down your neck. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can use that to our advantage when, when they are allowed back in. Yeah, absolutely. And let's hope that that isn't um, as far away as it might seem, even with um, obviously more important things going on in the world. Tom, we've taken up an awful lot of your time. Obviously, uh, I'm aware that there's games to prepare for and things. Thanks for giving us your time. Thanks for being such a great player so far this season. We're really looking forward to seeing much more of that uh, over the remainder of the season. And uh, so good luck for the rest of the season. 
and the Euros that will follow at the end of the season. I'm sure you'll be in that Wales squad. And um, as an Englishman with Scotland in our group, I'm really looking forward to that tournament. So uh, I'm sure you are too. So best of luck with everything and keep being that fantastic player that you've been so far this season. Oh, thank you, Kev. Cheers, mate. Pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. And uh, once again, thanks for Tom um, for giving up his time for us. <laughs>